0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleece, and today I am going to be chatting with you all about the diet bandwagon and why it's time to hop off, why it is damaging in the first place, and really how to help you find your own journey and your own path that needs no diet bandwagon at all. So if this piques your interest, then stay tuned because we're about to jump right on in. Okay, so just to make sure we're on the same page in regards to what a bandwagon means, essentially, I kind of see it as this unifying concept and cultural. Um, obsession around dieting where we're all on this train cart together. We are all in this buggy working. I mean, you're on a wagon, essentially the diet wagon. And so often I get asked, how do you recover after falling off the bandwagon? How do you kind of come back from those Splurges or those binge days where you've just gone way overboard and essentially you've fallen off of track of your diet, you've fallen off of track of your lifestyle. So, this is the concept of falling back, falling off of the bandwagon, and people wanting to figure out the best way to hop back on and stay on. I completely understand why we want to do this because we want to succeed. We want to achieve the weight loss we have been obsessing over for so long. We want to be one of those people that these programs share as their amazing successful before and after photos. We want to achieve the happiness and the joy and the lifestyle that we believe is promised at the end of these programs. So when we fall off of the program, when we fail to follow through, we are consumed with this internal shame and judgment that we aren't good enough, that it's all our fault. And if only we were better then we could stick to it like these other men and women seem to so successfully and consistently do. But the reality is, is that there is no bandwagon you should fall off of when you are truly creating a lifestyle that will last. And I'm going to get to how you create that in a little bit. But I really want to encourage you and call out this shame that we feel when we fail. And I've talked about this in previous episodes, but the problem is who we are pointing the finger at. We're pointing it at ourselves, saying, why am I not good enough? Why can't I stick to it? But we need to turn it back around and point it at the diet, point it at this culture and this industry that is saying that this cookie cutter program should work for hundreds and thousands of you. And the truth is, that's just not true. We are all different, and if you pop outside or go to a store or go to a restaurant or walk down the street, you will quickly see how differently each of us are built, and it is a beautiful, wonderful thing. But just like we don't assume that we all have to be in the same career, we all have to end up with the same type of person, we all have to have the same travel destinations and the same types of interests and likes and dislikes, we really respect that we are all individuals in that way. But somehow when it comes to diets, we're under this impression that this one-size-fits-all concept can work. And the truth is. It doesn't and it can't, which is why 95% of diets fail in the first place because you're trying to essentially force this circular diet around this amazing octagonal shape personality that you are. You are so much more complicated than a five-meal plan structure built out to a certain amount of calories, not taking into account your cravings, your likes, your dislikes, your lifestyle, your interests, your mood, your energy, your own sensitivities. All of these things matter. And when you're believing and wanting to trust a diet plan that doesn't know you over your own intuitive nature, that is why you're falling off the quote, quote, bandwagon, because it wasn't meant for you in the first place. So what you have to do is get back in touch with your own cravings, with your own likes and dislikes. Your body will tell you when it's hungry. Shocker. Your body will tell you when it's full. Oh my gosh, what a concept. And I don't mean to be a butthead about it. I just genuinely want us to realize that if we listened to our bodies, they would tell us what we needed. And I'm totally for wanting to get recipe ideas or wanting to see, oh, I want to work out today. What should I do? And referencing a plan. I'm for using these things as references when you don't know where to start. But when you become so consumed with this planner program that there is a failure component to it, and you yourself are consumed with shame if you fail, that is not what I'm on board with. Because your body is not a failure, your inability to lose weight is not a failure. And you have to stop blaming yourself and look at the diet program itself, look at your lifestyle realize that you are unique and you deserve a unique nutrition and workout aspect built just for you. That's why I love working with clients one on one. Because the reality is is that we're all in different shapes with different goals and different focuses and different likes. There are certain moves that I just won't make some of my clients do because they genuinely hate them and I can come up with something else that hits those same muscle groups, gets the same point across. And that mood doesn't that move doesn't need to be a part of it. But that only happens when you are taking into account people's individual nature. So you need to realize that these $25, $30, 30-day 30 programs that you have probably tried before are not what's going. To help you create the lifestyle that you ultimately want. Because so often, unfortunately, they are built on this concept of restriction, obsession, not cueing into your body, but telling you at 11 you eat this, at 3 you eat this, at 7 you eat this, and then you eat nothing else because God forbid your body can't process it. And that is not aligned with how some of us live our lives, with how a lot of us probably live our lives. So you have to start realizing that you have the control and the power and that you can reference these things, but it is so much more fun to reference them for ideas rather than fearfully following a plan, gosh forbid you fail. Are you tired of starting over and over again? I know the new year is upon us, and I know you have probably contemplated forget it, I'm not going to worry about my diet or my workouts this holiday season and I'll start again in the new year. What program can I start? Well, I encourage you to literally do the opposite of what you're thinking. Continue to work out through this holiday season and move your body in the smallest or biggest of ways. Continue to fuel your body with both nutrient-dense and energy-dense foods that make you feel your best, that don't create shame and guilt. And then when January starts, guess what? You're already living a lifestyle that you can maintain. Maybe you find a new workout buddy, or maybe you decide that it's this season and you're going to try all these new fruits and vegetables associated with winter for yourself. But you can step off of the bandwagon and decide to not stay in this cycle that has so far not worked for you in the past. We believe that the next new program out there might be the winner, and I hate to break it to you, but it isn't. As much as it promises it, all it's doing is it is playing on your fears and your insecurities and your desire to lose weight because of what you think you will get in this world. And you aren't wrong that people might treat you differently, but that doesn't make that right. It just means that we have all been conditioned to treat people who look a certain way, a certain way. And that's all it comes down to. It doesn't mean you're more valuable or less valuable. I shared a quote today, and I I think, you know, this kind of applies, but there's no weight limit on beauty. You are beautiful right now, and you don't need to hop on another diet bandwagon to achieve that beauty. And it's weird, you know, if you say, oh, I'm not on a diet. Or, oh, I'm not starting a diet. Or, oh, no, I don't believe in dieting. People don't know how to relate. We sort of bond over this, oh, this is my cheat weekend. Or, oh, this is my cheat meal. I mean, the word cheat in general has so many negative connotations. Why would would you want that to be part of your lifestyle? It's not cheating. It's eating what sounds good to you. Oh, that's super cool. Sorry, there's my alarm going off. Hey, guys, that's just the way that (laughs) life works sometimes. But I, and now I like am on my, you know, now I'm hopped off my little rant, but I challenge you to connect with people outside of more than just the next diet you're all starting. Stop playing into the fact that you all need to start a diet on Monday or that you all need to start a diet in January. Connect over something else. Connect over something more meaningful, more powerful. That has nothing to do with your physical appearance. I know that seems counterintuitive to what culture tells us, but it is so much more beautiful to be friends with people who aren't constantly obsessing over all the food you can and can't eat. You know, when people who are kind of caught up in the throes of dieting, who have fallen off the bandwagon, what? tends to happen in a lot of ways is you go on this huge, eat everything you can in sight kind of mode. And it's sort of this final meal syndrome. And the problem is, is if you think about how many diets you've been on, think about how many final meals you've had for fear of never eating this food again. The problem is not what you're doing in these specific meals, but what this lifestyle looks like as a whole. This Restriction, 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 binge, 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 binge. Restriction, 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 binge, binge, binge. This is not good for your metabolism. This is not good for your mindset. This is not good for your body, for your relationship with food. And yet we just keep going back to it. So when you truly decide to create a healthy lifestyle, you realize there's no bandwagon to get on and there's no bandwagon to fall off of. You try new foods and you decide, I like that or I don't like that, or I don't like how this is cooked, or I do love this workout. And it's not about restarting over on Monday. It's about trying new things, learning new things, listening to yourself, giving yourself the grace and the time to figure out what works for you. And I know that in this we want it fast culture, it's hard to accept that this process takes longer than 30 days. But aren't you tired of how many 30 days you've committed to and failed that haven't worked? Isn't it worth trying something different? And I genuinely think that with the holidays in full, you know, whatever it's called. I can't even think of the word I want. But when we're consumed with holidays and consumed with the new year starting upon us, I challenge you to not get on the bandwagon to go against the culture and go against maybe what you've done every year prior and decide to make this year for you. Decide to say, this year I'm going to focus on loving myself, on allowing myself to show up as I am and who I am. And that's going to look different. That doesn't mean you don't care. That doesn't mean that you stop eating anything with any nutritional value and you sit on the couch all day. That's a really unfair assumption that a lot of people make for anyone going through a self-love journey. But what happens so often is we need to sometimes step back from all the things we've been fixated on and kind of press pause and allow ourselves to restart. And then we have to find new reasons to work out. And then we have to find new reasons to eat fruits and vegetables. And then we have to find new reasons to focus on sleep. And all of these things Get to come from a place of caring for yourself and loving yourself and realizing that no weight is going to actually bring you the joy you think it will and that you could have all of those things right now if you focused on finding those things outside of your weight. Choose to stay in your own lane. Choose to focus on your journey. Choose to decide what is best for you, what makes the most sense for you. And it might not be what your best friend is into. might not be what your family member is into. That doesn't make it wrong for you. And that doesn't make it wrong for them. Only you know how you feel ultimately about yourself. Only you know how your thoughts are about food and about fitness. And only you can pause and choose to start going down a different path. I cannot wait until there is no bandwagon to fall off of because there is not fear or shame around trying something new and deciding you do or don't like it. There is no fear or shame out of eating a donut and not working out that day because that's the lifestyle you have created for yourself and you get to enjoy and love. So if you have been thinking about hopping onto a diet, if you have been thinking about starting something new Monday, then you're listening to this for a reason. And I challenge you to do something different. And maybe if you don't know where to start, I have a super simple five-step free PDF on my website, KamiBlees.com. Go and get that. It's five steps to ditch dieting and find freedom. It's a great place to get started. It's a great place to start asking yourself questions, going through certain exercises, saying, okay, I'm worth more than this weight loss. I'm worth more than this diet. I'm worth more than what culture says about my body. So what am I going to do about it? And you can do something today, right now. And I challenge you to believe you're worth more and go and do it. I hope that you have an amazing day. I hope that you feel encouraged, and I hope that you will join me off of the bandwagon. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys.